0: Legacy Maker, the all-sports network. One, 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 one. Welcome to the one-on-one, one-on-one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to the one-on-one, when it comes to ratings, man, we number one, I get the truth, then I give them the school, if anybody got a question, I give them the truth, welcome to one-on-one, at LegacyMaker Sports Network. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, it is Thursday during nfl season and that can only mean one thing that is the one-on-one with yours truly nfl power rankings for week four man september 29th, 2022 we're very excited to bring you the heat today as we get uh ready for week four of the of the nfl season very excited um you know week three <sighs> didn't treat me too hot on the records front, but we'll definitely get into that later. I'm a little bit upset about how that thing ended. <laughs> it still kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I was feeling pretty confident at one point that I was going to get a little bit closer to getting over 500, but that may have gotten just a smidge bit worse. Uh, but yes, we are here week four Thursday night football tonight. We got the dolphins and the Bengals should be a really good one very excited about this one and, and you know you know the dolphins are playing great football right now the bengal's are trying to get themselves out of a hole so we'll see which thing happens tonight will the dolphins continue to uh, flourish or, or can the bengal's continue to climb out of their hole now before we get into everything before we get into uh deep in the power rankings i want to give a quick shout out to um a mentor a friend of mine is a mentor um a lot of people know that i was um you know got credentialed to do dallas and commanders or so dallas cowboys and commanders um this week coming up still kind of looking for some you know way to get down there to make sure everything was rocking and rolling but um uh a a longtime friend uh a great person uh, that i've known for a long time former teacher of mine's uh, Mr. John Lord, I want to give you so much love and 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 so much. I just want to shout out. Just want to shout you out, man. I want to um, dedicate this episode to you because you know the you went out of your way to make sure I had an opportunity to shine, and and I appreciate that. And I'm going. I promise you that I'm not going to let um, you know your generosity uh, go to waste. So thank you for believing in me. Way back, way back when I was in 10th grade uh, and I begged him to do JV football announcing and he gave me that opportunity uh, then and took me under his wing and taught me. And now here we are, 23 years later, still doing the same thing. Packed wheat, by the way, you know, last night and a couple more. But anyway, with all that being said, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Lord, for everything. I wanted to give you that love, dedicate this episode to you. Thank you, my friend. Truly, truly appreciate it. Now, with that being said, let's go ahead and give you, get into the recap from last week. Let's talk about uh, week three of the power rankings before we get into week four as bad boys. So last week, this was the bottom. You had the Texans, the Panthers, the Colts, the Titans, the Falcons, the Bengals, the Raiders, the Seahawks, the Bears, the Browns, the Jets, and the Steelers little mix still in there. There's a couple of these guys still lingering around, but we'll, like I said, we'll get into that in a minute. And the outside looking in, we had the Broncos. We had the Dolphins, the Commanders, the Cowboys, the Patriots, the Lions who were at 15, uh, the Cardinals at 14, the Saints, the Packers, and the Vikings. And then we had the top 10. Top 10, we had the 49ers, the Rams, the Chargers, the Ravens, Giants. Dolphins, Eagles, Bucks, Chiefs, and then, of course, number one was the Buffalo Bills. So that's where we were last week, power ranking-wise. Our players of the week last week, we had Tua Tagovailoa. There you go. I've been working on it. I may have still said it wrong. He had a great week for the Dolphins last week, along with Aiden Hutchinson with a great week for the Lions. So those were our week two players of the week. Then, of course, our top five in the MVP race, we had Allen, Mahomes, Chubbs, Tua, and Parsons. That was our our MVP race heading into uh, last week. And then last but not least, oh, man, look, Thursday night football has been my jam, y'all. Like, I was this close last week, this close to getting the correct score. Final score was Cleveland 29, Steelers 17. That's back-to-back weeks where I missed the, you know, you know, perfect score, I guess you can say, or getting the score right on the hammer by three points. Missed it in the in the game with the uh the Chiefs and the Chargers was 27 to 21. And 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 then that's what I had and it was end up being 27-24. This one ended up being 29 to 17 and I had 26 to 17. So we'll see if this week, you know, I'll get that right. But we'll like I said, once again we'll get into that a little bit later. Now, with that being said, y'all, we're going to head into the power rankings for week four. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, you know we start with the bottom. All right, here is the bottom. Heading into week four of the NFL season. There's some names that look familiar. Some teams have re-entered the bottom. Uh, some teams uh got out, went back in, came back in. It's 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 been fun. It's been a fun mess, but we're going to go into it here and kind of give you some love uh on this bottom and tell you where these teams stand and see if they can get out of the bottom. All right, let's start it off properly. At number 32, the Texans. Now, the Texans have been pretty much the bottom every week or the bottom team except for one week and that was in week 2 when they were able to uh tie with the Colts. Uh but this this Texans team, I I I feel like and I said, I think I said this last week, the inexperience of this team, the the youthfulness I will she'll say uh, of this team, I think has kind of cost them in a couple a couple of weeks, just not having uh, maybe as much veteran leadership that they need to have to truly get this team where they need to be. That's three weeks and three games where they where they could have won, and it just it just didn't go their way. Bears ended up winning that one, twenty three to twenty, um, but. The Texans had their chances, um, and it it just didn't work. Just didn't work out. Uh, Raquan Smith had an interception that set up a game-winning field goal uh, for the Bears, and they ended up winning twenty-three to twenty. And like I said, this Texas team, I feel like they're going to shock somebody at some point this season. It just hasn't happened yet. I still have them at the bottom, but this next team that I'm going to talk about makes a case on why they probably should be the bottom team. And at thirty-one, we got the Las Vegas Raiders. 0 oh, three, the car and Devonte Adam experience in Vegas has not worked out so far. Um, and if you look at the games, they've been close games, you know, kind of like the Texans situation. Um, but the problem is Raiders in, in the Chargers game at the beginning of the season, you know, that kind of went anyway. They had the lead last week against the Cardinals. They should have won at least one game. They had that game against the Cardinals. They were up 23 to seven and let the Cardinals scored 22 and answer points. Then this, this week, you know, that just passed the Titans jump out and then the Raiders had to try to fight and claw back. The Titans never trailed in this contest. Never, never had that, you know, uh, never had that happen to him. Derek Henry kind of got himself finally going, which was a good thing to see for, I'm pretty sure, uh, Titans fans were happy to see, uh, you know, him get things going. I don't know. I know that had to be something that made him smile, so you you finally got a chance to see him going but you know looking at uh this raiders team you know something's gonna have to give you know you're not gonna be able to keep you know having this you know kind of be the way you know you you've got to figure something out if you are the raiders uh you can't you can't have this you know be your fate you you just you just can't have this be your fate you know you've got to figure this out if you're the raiders you gotta find a way to 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 get those wins. Um, that's something that's definitely gonna have to happen for the Raiders. At 30, the Jets. Uh, you know, the Jets last week uh took on the Bengals and they were coming kind of off of a high. And, you know, the Bengals had the Jets number um, you know, in this contest, in a winning twenty-seven to twelve. But last year, we all know that the Jets, you know, went in there and they almost beat them. You know, I mean, the Jets beat them last year, excuse me. The Jets um, beat them last year. And so this time around, we thought, okay, maybe, maybe we'll get the same result. But unfortunately, you know, for the Jets, that wasn't the case. We got them at 30 right now. So, but positive thing, Zach Wilson will be back this week. At 29, the Seahawks. Now, the Seahawks have been a team that have played really well. Like, they have fought hard so far this season. You know, edge out a win against the Broncos, who are now 2-1. and one. They have a a tough matchup against the um, – ah, what was the team they played last week, y'all? I'm having a whole mind um, blank here. But, oh, they played San Francisco last week. And, you know, it just didn't, you know, just didn't go their way in that contest. This one against the Falcons, tough game all the way around, you know. Uh, they did a really good job of uh, of battling. I mean, Geno Smith, 32 for 44, 325 yards and two touchdowns. He didn't he didn't go in there and then just give it up. You know, a lot of people, and I said this last week, looked at Geno and said, oh, Geno, you know, this is a, a skip year. But Geno's not taking it as that. Geno's out there trying to prove that he can be a full-time starter in this league again. He's been in the league for 10 years now. He's been there for a while, quite a while, and he's trying to prove that he deserves to be here. So – uh great effort. Uh, but the Falcons finally get their first win. Cord- Cordell Patterson, you know, 17 carries for 141 yards. Great day for him. The Falcons this week are 24 on the bottom, but they they moved up a couple slots. You know, um, they were sitting uh last week at 28, but they move up four. And now they're at 24. But it was a really, really good game, actually, really good game, very entertaining game. Seahawks just couldn't pull it off. At 28, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, Pittsburgh losing that Thursday night game against the Browns. The the Steelers just look off. Um, and it could be quarterback play, you name it. Uh, the defense is hanging in there the best way they can. The offense just doesn't look good. That's the nicest thing I can say. The offense just doesn't look good. And that's a problem. That's something that's going to have to be fixed. Um, you know, and the Kenny Pickett chants are starting to get a little bit louder, a little bit louder in Pittsburgh and so you know trubisky you know he's gonna have to step up this week and hopefully he can you know hold on to that job but the kenny pickett noise is getting a little bit louder in the background at 27 the washington commanders ugly week ugly week for the washington commanders and i was at this contest um on behalf of bui tv uh, and i'm sitting there our man lamont thomas was in the press box for legacy maker sports And and I'm sitting here, and, you know, it just was never really a game. Um, Commanders never really stood a chance. Uh, Devontae Smith, amazing, amazing, amazing game. Eight receptions for 169 yards and a touchdown. He made two amazing back-to-back catches, Um, one that he fell right in front. Oh, he fell at the one-yard line after climbing over a couple people's back, and then he did the same thing in the end zone like a play or so later. And, you know, just a great game for Smith. And when – Things were looking bleak for Smith after the first game of the season where he didn't get no catches. He's starting to catch, you know, catch up a little bit. And they got a nice one-two punch there in Philadelphia with Smith and Brown. So watch out. Jalen Hurts, great game. But we'll get into that all a little bit later as well. But this commander's team sacked nine times Carson Wentz. The offense just doesn't look like, like I said, they didn't want to be there. But it just, it just doesn't look like it's working. There's something's had something has to give for this Washington commanders team. They've got to figure something out, um, you know, some type of rhythm on the offensive front. And they just got to protect Carson Wentz. Now, there's not all on the line. Carson Wentz did hold the ball in a couple of those nine sacks, uh, you know, a little bit too long. So that's something that he's gonna have to work on. But that offense has to find a way to get going because they got three dynamic receivers and Dodson McLaurin. And of course, Curtis Samuel. And don't forget Logan Thomas at the tight end position. And if they get Brian Robinson back um, soon, I think that's going to be a really big deal for Washington. So, you know, who knows? Maybe we'll um, get a chance to see him in the next week or so. Uh, But Washington will be donning the black uh, commander's jerseys this weekend. I cannot wait to get pictures of that bad boy at AT AT&T Stadium. Yeah, if you can't tell, I'm a little hype about doing this, but. By all means, Lex, let's go to 26, 26, the Carolina Panthers. They get their first first uh, win of the season uh, battle with the Giants last week, get their first win of the season against the Saints, 22 to 14. The Saints just looked off. And then I'm not trying to put a damper on the Panthers win. The Panthers deserve that. They played well. Leviscus, uh Chenault had a great, um, a great touchdown um, pass from Baker Mayfield. And the Panthers went out there at home and they and they gave it to the Saints. And so now both teams are one and two. And it's it's crazy because the Saints are in third place. Panthers are in now technically, technically are in second. And then you have the Falcons sitting at the at the bottom there in the NFC South. So Panthers, nice little win. Let's see if they can build on it. At 25, the Tennessee Titans. And we talked about how the Titans beat up on the Raiders and, and you know, was able to hold on in the end to get the dub. And they needed it. You know, it was good to see Derrick Henry kind of, you know, finally get back in the end zone. He had 20 carries for 85 yards and a touchdown. So we're starting to get a little bit of Derrick Henry back. Uh, But like I said last week, this Titans team has to find a way to continue to get that receiving core uh, going. They got to get that passing game going. They got to get Burks involved. They got to get Woods involved. Uh, They've got to do something there if they want to, you know, get back on track, especially in an AFC South that could still be pretty wide open. At 24, of course, the Falcons, we talked about them and how great of a game they had. Good to see Marcus Mariota finally get his first win as a starter for the Falcons. Congratulations to them and see if they can keep things rolling. Uh, but this Falcons team every week has competed hard. We'll see if they can keep that rolling. At 23, the Arizona Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals disappoint me on a weekly basis. I, <laughs> I've i picked uh, the Cardinals to win last week. And, you know, I thought, you know, it's tough. The Rams and Cardinal matchups are, you know, the the NFC West matchups are just tough. Sometimes you flip a coin. Sometimes you say, okay, who's at home? Um, and and maybe you go with that and maybe the fans can, you know, push them over the ledge there. But it, it was just a tough day. And, and, you know, they stuck in. They were close. But the Rams pretty much dominated this contest. And, you know, numbers-wise, you look at it and say, oh, Calumari, 30, 58, 314 yards, you know, uh, Hollywood Brown, fourteen receptions for 140, just wasn't enough. The Rams' defense was there, and they did a really good job of pretty much keeping Kyler Murray in check, and that's why you see the Cardinals at 23 after that loss, at 22 to Saints. I really debated about putting the Saints behind the Panthers, but I, the one thing that kept sticking out at me, and you know, I try to start ranking the way I, and y'all know how I rank. I look at records, and then I base it off of that from there. I try to be fair. Uh, for the teams that, you know, are winning. And I look at this and I say, uh, you know, the Saints are a better team, I think, overall than the Panthers, even though, yes, they did beat them. Uh, but they've got to figure something out. There's just way more talent. I'm going to give them 22 for now, but they, they better figure it out soon. They're going to be in London uh, this week. Uh, so Sunday morning early, you'll see uh, Saints and Vikings, um, you know, so that should be a good one from London, our first London game of the year. At twenty-one, the New England Patriots they had themselves a massive, massive game against uh, the the Ravens, uh, but it was just a, just a very impressive showing by Lamar Jackson. Uh, and the Patriots got and got banged up in this one. You, we don't know what Mac Jones's official word is going to be before Sunday. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a game time decision they're taking on the Packers this week. Uh, but you know, you obviously you want him there. Um, but the word on the street is is, it sounds like Brian Hoyer is going to get the start uh, there. So unless something crazy changes, Brian Hoyer is going to start that game against the Packers. Uh, And so we'll see if uh, new England can kind of, you know, make the magic happen and get things back together. All right. So there it is. That's, that's the bottom ladies and gentlemen. And, you know, the bottom, you know, I say it every week, you know, at least especially early in the season, things could definitely change. Anything could change here things could go back you know in the light of the land for some of these teams it's still way early in the season even though you know it's starting to pick we're almost a quarter through the season which that's making me sad but we'll see if anybody in the bottom can kind of fix that thing here as we go into uh another week now ladies and gentlemen it is time for the outside looking at All right, outside looking in. Number 20. San Francisco 49ers. Ugly game. Ugly game. Ugly game against the um Denver Broncos last week. Uh it was the Sunday night game. I'll be honest with you, I expected probably I, I expected a really good contest. I thought, man, it's going to be a good one. I definitely picked San Francisco cuz I was like, yo, Jimmy G's back. Um you know, he's he's a great leader for that team. They'll they'll figure it out ugly contest and then you know russell wilson and the crew just was able to escape uh you see we got the broncos at 13 this week um and and i don't want to say it's by default but you got to give them credit they did find a way to win the game but this the 49ers team still trying to get it together um and and, you know a ton of injuries at the running back position uh even though wilson had a pretty solid game with 12 carries and 75 yards they still got to kind of find their rhythm and it doesn't seem to be there just yet. You know, they've they've bounced around. They've been in the bottom, they've been in the outside looking in, they've been in the top 10. And now they're back in the outside looking in, and we got them at 20. At 19, the Detroit Lions. A little sad. You know, Detroit was looking pretty good against Minnesota, had the lead, looked like a team that I said, man, watch out, man. This Lions team has got something, it's got something cooking, you know. They 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 look they look good. You know, Jared Goff, 25, 41, 277 yards. Uh, Jamal Jamal Reynolds, a receiver, six receptions for 96 yards. Pretty solid day. Problem is they just they, they let this, you know, Vikings team get past them at the end. And, you know, last-minute touchdown gave the Vikings a 20-24 victory. I still like what I see from the Lions, so I'm not ready to put them back in the bottom yet. We're going to see if they can improve that uh, this week. See if they can get win number two in the season. We got the Lions at nineteen, at eighteen. The Cincinnati Bengals finally get off the snide. They beat the Jets, and you know Joe Burrow and the crew finally get themselves their first victory of the season. Um, you know, pretty pretty handled. They handled this win pretty smoothly. I, they they needed this win just to kind of get themselves going, uh, and you know try to get that urgency going. It, it it's just been rough. It's been really rough for the Bengals to start the season. They've been in games, but they've been trying to kind of, what's the word I want to say, kind of crawl out of situations. That Dallas game last week, they had to kind of crawl out of a situation they just couldn't get through in the end. Same thing with Pittsburgh. They were down in Pittsburgh, and they had to fight back to get themselves in the game in Pittsburgh. So good win for the Bengals. We have them at 18. At 17, we got the Chargers. I probably should have put the Chargers in the bottom. But this is another situation where there's so much talent on the team and, yes, Justin Herbert was hurt, and so that did hurt them. But maybe I'm just selling the Jacksonville Jaguars short. But as you can see, they're not on the outside looking in, so there's only one other place they could be. Jacksonville looked great last week. They looked phenomenal. 38 to 10? I ah, just I didn't I didn't see that one coming. Uh, you know, Herbert's still not 100%. You know, they're still trying to get everything going there. Uh, you know, but hopefully they can get Herbert, you know, close to 100% or – or maybe in that 85 to 90 range cuz they're going to need a healthy uh Justin Herbert in order to continue to move on. At 22. The Colts, the Colts surprising victory of the week. I thought this was a gimme. I'm like, man, Kansas City is going to rock the Colts world. Was I boy was I wrong? Boy was I wrong. Matt Ryan and the squad were able to pull it off in the end. Had a, you know, a, a comeback victory against this Chiefs team. Uh, Mahomes had some struggles, 20 for 35, 262 yards and a touchdown. Not, you know, very Mahomesy if you want to say it that way. But the Chiefs uh, really let loose in a golden opportunity, and the Colts took advantage. The Colts are 1-1-1. One, one, and F one. 15, the New York Giants. Tough loss for the Giants on Monday night to the Cowboys, 23-16. Uh, it was a close game for a while. Uh, very impressive game by Cooper Rush, in my opinion. And, you know, you, you you say the numbers, you know, 21-30, 21 for 31, 215 yards and a touchdown. And, you know, Rush really just, you know, you like the more I watched him out there, the more confident he looked. Um, CeeDee Lamb just making crazy catches out there, made an amazing catch. He had eight receptions for 87 yards and a touchdown. Uh, you know, and so, you know, we got the Cowboys at 12 this week. The Giants at 15, but the Giants, they fought hard. It just wasn't enough, and the Cowboys um, were able to get the victory. So we got the Cowboys at 12 and the Giants at 15. But the Giants, they they still have some work to do. They got the Bears coming up this week, so a chance to potentially move to 3-1. Speaking of the Bears, the Bears, 2-1, like we said, they had a chance to go to 3-1 if they could beat the Giants this week. We got them at 14, uh, picking up the victory against the Texans. Uh, you know, just a... A good game for the Bears, you know, out there uh, doing the best they can. Khalil Herbert had 20 carries for 157 yards and two touchdowns. A great game. Uh, Raquan um, interception kind of led the way for a Bears victory in the end. So congratulations to the Bears. They are 2-1 and one, and they are ranked 14th on the power rankings. We talked about the Broncos being 13. Uh, Russell Wilson and them squeaking through, finding a way to make things happen. And, and and this Broncos team has not been pretty. It has not, has not been pretty. But the Broncos are fighting through, and they're at 13. They're 2-1. and one. And, yes, I, if I'm not mistaken, statistically, they are number one in the AFC West. Go figure. <laughs> the, the, the division that's going to beat everybody up, right? The Cowboys are 2-1, 2-0 and, one, two and under Cooper Rush, 0-1 under Dak Prescott. You can already hear. The Desperado fans out there chirping, man, Cooper Rush might be our guy. Not too fast, everybody. Let's let's see how things continue to go. But it was a great week for Dallas. Back-to-back weeks, big win over Cincinnati when nobody picked them, including myself. And then they go in and they get a win against the Giants, which I didn't pick them again this week. I thought the Giants was going to surprise everybody and be 3-0, but they didn't do that. The Cowboys get the victory. They are 2-1. and one. And the last team on the outside looking and knocking on the top 10 door, the Browns. Impressed with 29 to 17 victory over the Steelers. Uh, I thought Brissett had a really good game, you know, managed the team extremely well, made some great passes. What I was worried about was whether you're going to be able to get Amari Cooper rolling. You know, that was the one, my one of my biggest concerns. We know Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, those guys are going to do phenomenal. There's no worries there, but I was truly worried if Brissett and Cooper could kind of get something going, and they did seven receptions for 101 yards and a touchdown for Cooper. Uh Purse had twenty-one for thirty-one, two hundred twenty yards, and two touchdowns. So, a you know good game for the Browns. They were able to get the twenty-nine uh, to seventeen victory. I had a twenty-six to seventeen Browns, but look, I'll I'll take it, you know, one way or the other. All right, everybody, that is the outside looking in. We're knocking on the doorstep of the top ten. Some of these teams, and outside looking in, I can definitely definitely see them. Um, popping into the top 10 again at some points. The Bengals, watch out for them. I think they can creep back in there. I think the Browns have a strong chance this week uh, to go in there and potentially move themselves uh, into that top 10. So let's see if they can make that happen here. But now, ladies and gentlemen, as we speak about the top 10, let's head to the top 10. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen. It is the top 10. So, number 10, the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's right. I think they deserve it. And, and, you know, I I would put them higher, but we're still learning the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jacksonville Jaguars should be 3-0. They should be 3-0. I I thought that I picked them in week one against the Commanders. I thought that they, you know, would win that game. They had chances in that game, but you could kind of tell that they were still kind of learning how to play together. Week two, well, they learned pretty fast. Went out there, beat up on the Colts 24 to nothing. Then, uh, you know, and with the Colts, people said, oh, the Colts are going to win that division, including me. I said it. Man enough to say it. And they beat up on them. Then this past week, they beat up on the Chargers, who are another team that a lot of people thought were going to win the AFC West, especially with that defense. And now we know that Joey Bosa is out, you know, uh, to a groin injury. So, yeah. You could say, well, well you know, Herbert wasn't healthy. But still, 38 points, 38 to 10. Jacksonville? Okay. Doug Peterson in the crew. Trevor Lawrence looking good. But I I have to give love to one guy. And I gave him love last week, and I'm going to give him love this week. Y'all stop sleeping on my boy, James Robinson. 17 carries, 100 yards, and a touchdown. James Robinson is an absolute beast. Respect, Robinson. Respect the last name, you know. Family ties. Nah, we ain't cousins, but <laughs> my mom made name this Robinson. But y- y'all don't need to know all that. Anyway, but um watch out for James Robinson. He's he's gonna have a really big year for this Jacksonville team. And number nine, the Green Bay Packers. They're two and one. Big win over the Buccaneers. You know, and some people are like, you're still being kind of harsh at this Packers team. Yes, they did beat the Bucs. And I probably could have had him higher on this list, but I still think that still learning what that receiving core can do for green bay I i i personally need to see them do a little bit more the adopts had a really good week good job by romeo um you know the running game was solid but the defense really came and stepped up and played now both teams were hurt a lot of injuries so we didn't get a chance to see both teams in full strength no mike evans no godwin uh you know and those type of things no christian watson no sammy Watkins, so we didn't get to see You know, four out of the top receivers, you know, on both teams, just not play. But the Packers, they get the W. We'll keep them at nine for now. We'll see if they can fix that. At number eight, the Vikings. They were 11 last week. They jumped to eight this week. They beat a a Lions team that gave them everything they could give them. And the Vikings were able to pull off the dub. And we had them at eight for now. You know, this Vikings team, once again, they're like the Patriots to me. You never know what you're going to get from week to week. Uh one week they look like world beaters. You're just like, man, that team's tough. And then one week they'll do something and just have your head scratching. So it's that's that's just the vibe you get from the Vikings. But we'll put them at eight for now and be nice and leave them at eight for now. At seven, the Los Angeles Rams, the Rams, the defending champs, crawling back into the top ten. They took a little stumble, and then they're slowly crawling up the up the charts here in the top 10. They get an impressive victory over the Cardinals. Cardinals look miserable. But, you know, the Rams did their thing. They did what they were supposed to do. They went in there, made things happen. Cam Akers finally get himself going, 12 carries, 61 yards in the TD. So Rams go on the road, get a dub. They're at number seven. At number six, the Ravens. I really, really wanted to see how uh, this Ravens team would, you know, would do uh, if if they could, you know, you know I guess you can say bounce back per se, and they did. Great game. Great game against the Patriots. Great game against the Patriots. Lamar Jackson just went off. Lamar Jackson had a a great day passing with four touchdowns. Uh, He also went in there, got a rushing touchdown, five touchdown total. Just a great day for Lamar Jackson. They won that contest 37 to 26. So a good win, a really good win for the Ravens. And they're at number six on this countdown. At number five, we got the Buccaneers. Yes, and I probably should have put them a little bit lower, maybe put Green Bay in front of them. But, you know, Tom Brady is still Tom Brady, um, and they lost to a, a very tough Packers team, you know. So I, I, they did drop a couple of slots here. Um, you know, we had the Bucks at three last week. They dropped the five this week. But for now, we'll keep them at five. Uh, you know, Tom Brady is without a couple of weapons, but, you know, Cole Beasley came in, a little something here and there. But we'll see if they can get things rolling. Number four the Chiefs. I probably should have dropped the Chiefs a little bit further, but the Chiefs are ultra-talented. And, you know, we all at the beginning of the season believed that the Colts would be a better team than what they've played like so far. So I'm going to kind of leave that in the mix, uh, and we'll leave the Chiefs at four for now. But, you know, they're going to they're definitely have to fix, you know, some things. That, that The way that game played out last week just felt weird, and, and they messed up my record. So thanks, Chiefs. Next at number three, the Buffalo Bills. The Bills had the number one spot for week two and week three, uh, but this week they dropped down to number three. And, you know, Miami looked phenomenal, you know? Miami looked phenomenal. I thought they went in there um, and, and did the best that they could. Um, you know, a great ba- uh, battle back and forth between both teams. Uh, and, you know, Bills had a chance at the end, but the Dolphins – you know, able to to hold him off, you know, you know, Josh Allen, 42 for 63 for 400 yards and two touchdowns. It's crazy numbers, crazy numbers, but that's what Josh Allen was out there doing. Out there smacking people around doing big things. And, and this is the thing that I've always said about the Buffalo Bills that I don't like. He led that team in rushing. You don't want that you, you know, you don't want Josh Allen and even the same thing for Lamar Jackson. I'll say the same thing. You don't want your quarterback being the leading rusher all the time. You know, what worries me are the hits that gets put on that quarterback. So hopefully, you know, they can figure that out as the time goes. But we've got the Bills at three. At two of the Philadelphia Eagles, one of two undefeated teams left in the league. Uh, the Eagles went into Washington, did their thing, walked out of Washington, never trailed in the contest. Uh Jalen Hurts continues to impress. And the Eagles, I have them at two for now. I really debated to put if I should put them at number one, but I looked at what the Dolphins have done so far. Um, you know, beating the Patriots, who were a playoff team last year. Um, uh, they beat the Ravens, who should have been a playoff team uh, you know, last year. But of course, you know, Lamar gets hurt. They were the number one seed at one point before he got hurt. And then, of course, you beat Buffalo, who was number one on this. Um, power rankings, and I thought it was only fair to put the Miami Dolphins at number one on this week's power rankings. All right, y'all, there it is. There is our top 10 uh, heading into week four, but the best thing about it all, I mean, you know, uh, our power rankings are official, so we'll do one last sweep before we get into the finale. So first, At 32, of course, the Texans. So we got the Texans, the Raiders, the Jets, the Seahawks, the Steelers, the Commanders, Panthers, Titans, Falcons, Cardinals, Saints, and Patriots all in the bottom this week. In the outside looking in 49ers, Lions, Bengals, Chargers, Colts, Giants, Bears, Broncos, Cowboys, Browns. That's the outside looking in. And in the top 10, We've got the Jaguars. That's right, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Packers, the Vikings, the Rams, the Ravens, the Bucks, the Chiefs, the Bills, number two, the Eagles, and number one, the Miami Dolphins. Man, I tell you, man, I I look at it, and all I can say to myself is just super-duper impressed with the way the Dolphins have played so far, as well as the Philadelphia Eagles. So, you know, let's see if they both can, you know, get dubs uh, this week, see if the Dolphins can pull off a victory tonight. That's going to be very interesting to see. Well, with all that being said, let's go into, ladies and gentlemen, the finale. All right, with the finale, let's go ahead and check out our players of the week for last week. First, Mr. Lamar Jackson, Offensive Player of the Week. 18 for 29, 218 yards passing, four touchdowns and an interception in the 37 to 26 victory over New England. Five touchdowns total. This man was all over the place. He had 107 yards rushing and 11 attempts. Five total touchdowns for Lamar Jackson out there killing the game. So, hey, Ravens, you might want to try to pay the man before he goes on the market because if he does, it's it's just going to be crazy. Defensive player of the week, rookie Jalen Petrie, eight tackles, two interceptions, and a sack in the 23 to the 23-20 loss to Chicago. But man, the rookie really impressed. Love what I saw from Petrie out there. He gets our defensive player of the week. Next, we head into our top five MVP candidates heading into this week at number five, Mahomes. Despite the loss. Pat Mahomes, still Pat Mahomes. He dropped a couple of slots. He was number two last week. We got him at number five this week. At number four, entering the countdown for the first time, or our top five for the first time, Mr. Jalen Hurts. Hurts has had a very impressive year so far, and he's leading this Eagles team to a 3-0 record to start the season. And, you know, I'm, I'm intrigued to see how far this Eagles team can go. Because I really think that that hurts really can you know hurts can really get this thing rolling. like i I really do think that the Eagles could probably be the one seed if they can can continue this up uh, in the NFC this year, but they got a tough game against the Cardinals. The Cardinals will be at home. We know how the Cardinals do. next, we got at number three, Lamar Jackson. I could easily put Lamar Jackson at one or two, and I would feel okay about it. I put him at three for now because I I just feel like the other two guys ahead of him have really done phenomenal jobs. And, you know, maybe you call them stat packers, whatever, but they have just been great so far this season. But Lamar's creeping, and he's looking to maybe potentially get number uh, two, maybe get MVP number two. We'll see. At number two, Josh Allen. We talked about the 400-yard passing week uh, that he had last week. He had to throw the ball way too much last week. But, you know, a very good game against the Dolphins, a battle against the Dolphins. We got him at two. And at number one, Tua Tagovailoa. That's right. We got Tua at number one this week in our top five MVP candidates. Love what I've seen for Tua. Um, he is banged up. Uh, we're going to see if he will go tonight. It's probably going to be a game time decision. Um, you know, anything could change leading up. So we'll see. But Tua, ladies and gentlemen, is our number one now let's go to the record now this is where it gets sad y'all I know we talked about this like I don't I don't want to have a, a losing record but I some of the games last week just didn't go my way obviously and you know last week first winning week we went nine and seven this week we revert back and go seven and nine with an overall record of 21 26 and one I've got to find a way to fix this I I don't know if I've did it with what the with the picks I made this week which we'll get to get into it in a little bit I don't know if it's going to be enough, y'all, but I've got to find a way to crawl myself out of the bottom and get myself into the outside looking in. But 21-26-1 on the season, 7-9 and nine last week. Now let's swing to Thursday night football. And this is a record that I can be proud of. 3-0 and right now on Thursday night games, 3-0. and So hopefully tonight the Dolphins can continue this. I've been hitting on the scores or getting very close to the scores. This time, I got the Dolphins winning thirty-one to twenty-seven over the Bengals. Um, you know, I really debate if I was going to flip this around and have the Bengals win this contest, but I'm going to stick with the Dolphins uh, and, and give them their due and see if the Dolphins take me to four and zero on Thursday Night Football tonight. All right, so here are my winners for the week. So for the week, this is how it goes for me. I've got the dolphins went in tonight getting that uh getting that uh important win number four i've got the saints beating the vikings i got the <clears throat> excuse me i got the saints beating the vikings and you know i i got the falcons getting another win this week i i really think that the falcons can do some really good things uh and, and get themselves a little bit closer uh in that race. You know, I, I really think that they're gonna sneak the Browns. So watch out, <laughs> watch out Cleveland. I know, I know that's not what you want to hear. I know that's not what you want to hear. But um that's that that's the way I see it so far. Uh we got the Cowboys um defeating the Commanders. Uh I got the Lions uh defeating the Seahawks, the Texans beating the Colts the Giants beating Uh, the Bears, the Eagles beating the Jaguars. Now, I was really close, really close to picking the Jaguars, and I got a feeling that it may come back to bite me because you know how I feel about James Robinson and the crew, Uh, but i went with the Eagles. I got the Jets, Zach Wilson Jets, beating the Pittsburgh Steelers this week. I think with Zach Wilson coming back, the guys will be ready to roll, ready to roll. Uh, Next, uh, I got the Bills beating the Ravens, and that's tough because they're going to have to go in. In to Baltimore and get that dub. So, whoever goes two and two and two this week, that's going to be a tough one for him. But I got the Bills uh, winning that one. The Chargers beating the Texans, even though if Herbert's not 100%, this could be the week the Texans get their first victory. Wouldn't surprise me. Got the Cardinals beating the Panthers uh, on the road, getting the dub in Carolina. The Packers beating the Patriots. The Packers will be at home as they take on uh, New England. The Raiders finally look. This will be the last time I pick the Raiders if they don't win this week. <laughs> if they don't win this week. Come on, guys. You, you, you're making me look bad out there. I, I've picked you every week, and you're, you're 0-3. You're, you're part of the reason why I'm at where I'm at now. You should be 3-0. Then I got the Chiefs beating the Buccaneers. Uh, this is a big matchup. This back-to-back big matchups for Tom Thomas Brady and the crew. Uh, but I have the Chiefs going into Tampa and winning that contest. And then last but not least, Monday night, I, I just feel like the 49ers will figure it out. They're going to be at home. I got the 49ers defeating the Rams uh, on Monday night football. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is it. That is it. That is uh, episode uh, 73 of 101 here on the Legacy Makers Sports Network and the power rankings for week four. Uh, It was a good week. Um, Been a great week. I'm heading out to Dallas on Saturday. For Cowboys and Commanders, I can't wait to to be on the field to do photography for this game. It's going to be absolutely amazing, Uh, and I'm just so blessed for the opportunity, and thanks for all those involved that have helped me get to this point. So, um, you know, for this opportunity, Bowie TV, um, you know, You know, i got to give love to Candy Waller, Seawall Sports, uh, my man, John Lord, for stepping up huge. My sis, all the people that this that can contribute. And of course, my team at Legacy Maker Sports Quiz without you guys, man, I'm just I'm just some guy here just, you know, talking sports on the microphone. (laughs) So but before I go, let's go ahead. I want to give a shout out to some of the shows here on the network. Of course, make sure you guys check out the in or out sports debate, which comes on on uh tuesdays mondays and tuesdays uh but that's gonna do no downs here soon and they'll be on tuesdays but on mondays and tuesdays you can check out the nrl sports debate with drew willingham and then you got commonwealth sports talk with my man joe dillard and lamont thomas out there commonwealth sports talk make sure you go back and check out all their uh prior episodes when you get a chance great uh sports talk about the teams uh and coaches and players in virginia then Monster Minutes, of course, with my girl, Becca Cottingham, who's been doing this thing for this is season number five for Becca killing the game out there. At Monster Minutes bringing you all of the NASCAR content. Also, just make sure you get a chance to go check out this. You know, they got all the playoffs. Uh, The, the NASCAR playoffs are in midstream. So make sure you go and check her out. The three putt golf show. Make sure you go check that out with our guy Victor Herrera. Check out all the prior episodes on YouTube. Myself and Jay Quimby will be back in November uh, to bring you more of the Legacy Maker Sports podcast. Ram Talk will be starting soon with Ram Johnson. Make sure you check uh, him out as well. And then, of course, Legacy on Fire, which will also be back soon uh, here on the network. Once again, everybody, I want to thank you all for tuning in uh, for another episode. Um, and it has been an absolute pleasure. Uh, so just thank you all for tuning in. Appreciate y'all. Like I say every week, find a chance to go out there and enjoy some football at some point somewhere. Just go find some football and enjoy it. If it's high school, if it's Little League, if it's college, if it's NFL, go out there, find some football, and enjoy it. Once again, I'm your man Darrell Owens. Until next time, peace. Legacy Maker, the All Sports Network. one, 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 one. One, 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 one. Welcome to the one-on-one, one-on-one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. We number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the